Whiskey bikini. Whiskey bikini. Whiskey bikini. Whiskey bikini. Welcome to the Whiskey Bikini Suspense Show. <laughs> Welcome to the first ever episode of the Whiskey Bikini Podcast, otherwise known as the Whiskey Bikini Suspense Show. <laughs> We're a regular podcast covering the wild, the weird, the crazier side of the horror genre, suspense, supernatural, the paranormal, the sinister, and everything in between. We're coming at you from the East and the West with Asian horror, Western horror, and look at the Hong Kong film industry in particular, so... But we're also going to be talking about working in the film industry, uh, subjects like the paranormal, black magic, gong tao, and a lot of drinking. Uh, so basically all, all the things that make up Whiskey Bikini. But we're going out all around the world on all the major podcast channels like uh, the iTunes, the Google, you know, Spotify, you name it, we're there. So please subscribe and follow. And we're also on all the usual social media like the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, everything. So, you know. Follow us here, you can stay up to date. So I'm joined today by my uh, my good friend and my whiskey bikini co-founder, Cub Chen, uh, Hong Kong film director, scriptwriter, producer, executive producer, and more, who has worked on, he's worked on more than 50 films across Asia and internationally, which have been released theatrically and around the world, and who's been working in the industry for more than 30 years. So, so yeah, hey Cub, how you doing? Hi, 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 hi everyone. This is the first time on air right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is this will be our first episode, right? Yeah, yeah, th- exactly. This is our first episode where uh everybody gets introduced to us uh and what we do okay. and everything and hopefully hopefully they'll um, keep listening. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh since uh right now not many not so many followers or not so many audience <laughs> listening. So, I will introduce myself. I'm Captain from Hong Kong and it uh uh, my work is all all been set by by James already, and <laughs> I hate to listen. I hate to sound like uh, working in the, uh, at thirty over thirty years always. Yeah, yeah, but but that's the fact. But anyhow, it it uh, I never knew never knew that uh, filmmaking would would be that difficult. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it's not an easy easy job. We should we should yeah. encourage people for filmmaking or everything like that, you know. I'm encouraged them. <laughs> you like it. You have to explore, you know. It's a it's a whole new universe in there. You have to push yourself to different angles to watch all those scenes and and and, and write and the scripts and everything. It's it's not a normal life. It's not a basic. I like watching the world. That's true. No, no, no. I I completely agree, man. That's true, but. But you've worked in so many different uh, areas of field as well. I mean, you did music as well and stuff, right? Or sound design, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what I learned. But you did acting. <laughs> you were acting as well. Did, no, no, no. That's not the, That's not a very good job for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the very beginning, I thought that I could manage to act. And then when I... When I'm in directing movies and then learn 
and then work in different aspects of the firm. Then I realized that it wasn't an easy job, and you have to be, you have you have to be mental disorder to control yourself when when you are acting. You know, I have the experience that that I should act. I I will act a role in there, and then and at the same time. Uh, the room was so, 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 so small that no one can enter when the camera was standing at the front door. So I have to do it everything by myself. I have to do the sleigh, and then since at that time I was the assistant director, first assistant director, so I have、mm-hmm. to call for Roseanne everything, and <laughs> I have to do the sleigh, <laughs> and then I fill it up. And besides, I take. Uh, and I have to play the role, and after that I have to say cut. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I have that kind of experience. And then the things it was a very low budget film,、mm-hmm. and and that day we didn't have a, a script supervisor or a continuity client, <laughs> so I have to do it, <laughs> everything by myself at that day. <laughs> That's a really, really, really good experience. So you, yeah, so you're basically doing everything at the same time. <laughs> yes, so、uh, you have to solve the problem. You, you <laughs> at、uh, at that very moment, you have to find a solution. That's all. <laughs> just keep the just keep the camera running, and then keep it rolling, and keep, keep rolling. It,、uh, yeah, everything's going. Yeah, you can't stop. That's the name of your. That's the name of the latest film you you directed as well. Keep rolling, right? Right. The, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It was a movie about a, a film crew, a low budget film crew.、Uh, they go to Thailand and they are、uh, gonna make a movie, and then suddenly they find out that one day the the producer has gone <laughs> with the money. So they have got no money in there. Then they were stuck in Thailand, and and they told the investors about the facts. And the investors said, "I have already paid the money. You, unless you give me the copies, you finish the movie, or else I won't pay the the balance." So they have they have to solve the problem. They have to shoot the movie with no money. So this is、uh, basically it's a it's a it's a real story. <laughs> it's a true. <laughs> This is a true crime. <laughs> <been happening. laughs> but I, I, I always know. I always love this kind of film about the, you know, how panicking and desperate it is actually working in the film industry. Not not so glamorous or fancy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, you have to do with your ridiculous life. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is、uh, filmmaking. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, nothing, nothing. You you cannot expect to add、uh, details or already or prepare everything. This is 
This is the most、uh, amazing part. I mean, I, I don't have as, you know so much experience as、uh, you in the film industry. On set, right? Not on set. Yeah, I've, I've been working in、uh, you know film media or like running film festivals for like twenty、yeah. years, but I only kind of started working in production quite recently with the. The short film I produced here in London,、uh, which was already pretty stressful, <laughs> and the zero-budget film I shot in Scotland, which is still not. So it's about a year and a half later, and still not finished post-production. So. But uh, yes, uh, yes, but,、uh, uh, I don't know, but but it's true. The, the, I mean, it is. You know, the film industry is quite different, I guess, to what a lot of people think it's going to be like to work in and stuff. And, You know, yeah, especially also, when we're, you know, although it's hard, but I, I still encourage people to, to, to participate in this business. Right, this yeah, is yeah. a very interesting life that you will never experience it. That's definitely, that's definitely true. It is happens. There were things happened unexpectedly on set. These unexpected <laughs> issues were always ahead from scheduled、uh, arrangements. <laughs> you know, the job was to pre- prepare the unprepared. It's a collective experience <laughs> to minimizing the confrontation of Murphy's law. <laughs> Murphy's law, exactly. <laughs> It is. You will learn Murphy's law. It's so powerful there. <laughs> And if you can, if you can survive a film production, you could probably survive anything. I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. You. You. And then you. You will never、uh, panic on any things. <laughs> you you just stay calm. You have to control it. <laughs> you have to solve it. So so this is why I like、uh, movies. Yeah. Before that, I my my natural character should be very a, a shy boy when I was、oh, a、really? kid. <laughs> yeah. After I after I entered the business, I totally changed. Yeah. Yeah. I can <laughs> I can talk to. More than a hundred people on set, <laughs> <laughs> giving orders. <laughs> so this is this is totally different, right? Of the gorilla with. When do when do we meet? About two or three years ago, I guess. I mean, with COVID, I, now, I, I forget. I guess it's two years ago. Jesus, yeah, time <laughs> time moves pretty fast.、Now. No, 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 no. It's probably three three years ago. I, I remember the first time. The first time when I when when I met James, it was in the Hong Kong Film Festival, International、mm. Film Festival, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.、Ah. That's the first time we met in persons. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I and because I I there was a booth.、Uh, we 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 said we were waiting in a booth of eight five two. Ah, that's right? right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eight five two films. So we have to do a briefly introduction there、yeah, mm-hmm. about the, the film company. It's run by it's the the owner is Josie Ho. That's right.、Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, everyone knows her, right?、Uh, <laughs> the daughter of、uh, Stanley Ho, and anyhow,、yes. the, the the Macau tycoon. Anyway,、mm-hmm. anyway, we were we were planning to meet at the A Five Two Films booth, and then, as James didn't know the, didn't know where the booth is, 
And I remember I text him how to go there, ask where he was, and then what's it, what's your surroundings, uh, any landmarks that, that we can recognize, trying to notice his location, and try to go and pick him up if he's unable to find his way. It, it feels like guiding ways for for someone coming to pay the ransom. <laughs> That's true, man. I was wandering around for quite a long time, as I remember. But it's, I mean, Hong Kong film market is, re is really, really big compared to all the other, uh, you know, I've been to other ones like Busan and, you know, and then all the ones around Europe. And I, Hong Kong film market seems like one of the biggest, or it did feel like one of the biggest ones at the time. Oh, really? Mm. I've, been go I've, been, I've been going there uh, for four days. And <laughs> by the four days, I can recognize which corridor to where <laughs> but before that i can i i i just wondering there well that's what i was doing i was just wondering because i was there by myself and just walking yeah, but, here and there trying to find a drink or you know seeing what's no, find a way that, yeah but perhaps <laughs> this is their their aim to setting up like that <laughs> you never find a way out <laughs> so this is the first time we we, we, we met right But, um, but what about what? What about the name of whiskey bikini, though? You know, the whiskey you, bikini. Officially yeah, yeah. speaking, yeah. Mm. Officially speaking. Okay, what's the official line? Why whiskey bikini? It's all because uh, it started with my personal uh, project. I've mm. been thinking of a low budget uh, project with ten films only. Mm -hmm. uh, probably a company will call ten films only. Mm. And then, uh, and then I have a second thought about it. it. It's a it's a project bikini. I give in a second name to them. Mm. It's a project bikini because it's a, it's a, I'm using the meaning of the bikini. Bikini is a it's the place. The bikini tall is it? P O L. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The bikini tall is the place where they test the the atomic bombs. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and at that time, and then a trendy, it's uh, there's a fashion designer. Uh, <laughs> he picked up this idea and, and he, we start is designing the bikini suits. Everyone mm -hmm. knows it. Everyone loves it right now. <laughs> so it's a it's a small piece and making a very big controversial effect. So this is what I want. So this mm. is this is beginning, starting beginning. And then I met James. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I've been, we've been talking about these these kind of projects, and then and then in my mind, I always picturing that he's holding the whiskey because he loves to be. <laughs> Although to be honest, I, as we're speaking at the moment, I'm holding I'm holding a glass of gin. <laughs> so luckily. Yeah, it's not brandy. Otherwise, brandy bikini, and, and we can have tea <laughs> bikini, and, and beer bikini, and anything. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of companies coming out. But that's so, it. Yeah. Uh, we so always talk to him about yeah, we 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 can cooperate and then work together for this because we all love the the horror movies. Mm. So we start to think, and I keep 
hypnotizing him by saying whiskey bikini, hit whiskey bikini <laughs> when he was drunk. So, so every day you woke up and then you think about whiskey bikini. So whiskey I, bikini, whiskey bikini. And then he, one day he told me, I don't know why, it's all come back to my mind every day. So I was like, oh, okay. The sowing of seed, right? The seed grows. <laughs> the see. truth comes out. But yeah, so so now we we have whiskey bikini, which is a uh, is kind of yeah. like a horror platform, uh, I guess, not just production between the east and the west. So we have how many, twelve, fourteen scripts now? 14? Fourteen scripts. Yeah, I try to keep it in thirteen, a lucky number. But it comes to fourteen finally. Fourteen is uh, unlucky to Chinese, because <laughs> fourteen in Chinese is. Uh, the sound tone is similar to die. Whoa, okay. <laughs> so, so we might have to develop one more <laughs> to 15, or we cut it down to 12. <laughs> we, we can't be 13 or 14. But... <laughs> right. I, I don't mind being 13 or, or 14 anyhow. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm okay with 13. My life is... Um... My life is uh, yeah. lucky enough anyway. So I, I yeah, 13, 13 to me is only weird. I Fourteen. Think if, but I think if you drink enough alcohol, you have enough alcohol in your blood, then bad luck can't touch you. scripts and you know you've written uh some of the scripts i've written some of the scripts and we're, we're kind of we're, we're kind of looking at this way of shooting them like uh, in packages of like one to three and stuff and um right. we don't need to go too much into that for the for the podcast like we don't, we don't have to pitch and sell the films here and stuff but <laughs> but we are <laughs> we're moving ahead we're moving ahead with the film production stuff this year uh but as well as this podcast we're also looking at uh we're doing like this haunted Haunted pub series um, uh, as well, which we're going to shoot, and some publishing stuff as well. Uh, and you know, we, we just, you know, I think it's fair to say we love this kind of like horror, black magic, the paranormal, you know, supernatural exactly. kind of stuff as well, right? Yeah, we try to present it uh, in different aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah not because well, at the origin, <laughs> the original idea is making films, but uh, we mm-hmm. find that. Films have the the limitations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it limits the. They have a lot of boundaries to to the horror because we have to we have to rely on the storyline, mm-hmm. and then we might have to be limited by the production budget that 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 changes the the horror. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, so we uh, there's a lot of horror in this world, so in this universe. So, so we try different aspects on, on different medias to present it, yeah. But I think that's, you know, just the way, um, I guess, like people like horror as well these days. Because, you know, we, we will make some great films, but the films will take a longer time to make. But we can make the podcast, which is very quick. We can make the Haunted Pub series medium quick, and then the films, which are a bit longer. So we can keep, you know, Whiskey Bikini can keep things, keeps you know, keep content coming out and stuff like that. Exactly. That's what we are doing. Yeah, and this is a quite, quite good experience when you were dealing with different, different kind of uh, horrors. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The different formats will always have a different, a different kind of horror to them and stuff. But um, but we're also gonna, we're going to talk a lot about the film industry and stuff as well. Uh, yeah. You, you know, with your experience of filmmaking, kind of stuff I've done, we'll have a lot of different like guests and people on. But and we'll talk a lot about um, you know Hong Kong cinema and Hong Kong film industry um, in particular, kind of the classic Hong Kong horror mm-hmm. making and everything, especially now since. Uh, you know, th- there's not so much Hong Kong horror, uh, you know, with uh, the influence of mainland China and everything. Yes. Then now you find there's there's something much horrible than the Hong Kong than horror. <laughs> there is something horrible than horror, <laughs> and it's so powerful to expel and rise the Hong Kong horror thing and make it die. Exactly. <laughs> there, there's a true. Evil, evil terror kind of creeping over. Yeah, Hong Kong horror was always connected to the timeline of the pleasant, pleasant society. <laughs> so this message, that these these kind of message will will be imprinted imprinted mm. in the horror. Yes, and um, if you knew Cantonese mm. or Hong, especially Hong Kong Cantonese, then you will realize it. And you will understand more about the the background mm-hmm. of the society I, in each movie. So you you will just have a look, and then you will find out that it was eighty five or something. That's the the the, the period. Mm-hmm. It's all in there. It, it it was really a a fashion. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's I don't know. I mean, I, I spent so much time like watching these um you know mm-hmm. Hong Kong horrors, Cantonese horrors, and stuff. So for me, it's really sad that you don't get these films so much anymore especially the you know we, you know the category three films and everything which we'll talk about a lot more well that's when things have to uh that's murphy's law right? <laughs> murphy's <laughs> law <laughs> it is going on yeah and when it needs to fade away it will be faded away just uh before that in indonesia or in singapore mm-hmm. <clears throat> by the time when sean studio was still there yeah, yeah. Uh, their movies were were the the film business there was was quite good, mm-hmm. but after they left, you know, when they come to Hong Kong, it it things were changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before Hong Kong film grows to international, mm-hmm. uh, Japanese films is the best Asian film at that time. Mm-hmm. So things will be changed. Yeah. Well, that's true. No, no, no that's fair, man. Yeah, Everything keeps dying. changing. It's dying. Anyhow, it's dying. We have to say we have to <laughs> inject more things in there, and remember this. It's kind of the golden age of the Hong Kong movie, only. Yeah. 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 I mean, even if it can't continue, you're right. We have to try and uh, do what we can to remember it. Uh, make sure it's recorded at least. You know. <laughs> right and make it trans. It, it will transforming to another, another kind, another stages and the next stages. So, so we will see. Let's see. We will, we will, we will participate in that. We'll do our best, man.
And I think that, you know, as well as, you know, we've talked about the name of Whiskey Bikini, but I think it's good to talk a bit about what the kind of style is of these kind of films. And, um, you know, when I was growing up and stuff, I always read about this, this word like psychotronic, you know, films from this, this guy, uh-huh. um, Michael, Michael J. Weldon, who wrote this uh, psychotronic video guide. Mm-hmm. had a big influence on me growing up and and this book which we've talked about many many times called like folklore myths and legends of britain which was being about all the old style you know folk tales and everything from the uk so there's a pretty wide range of influences i think which which have um you know kind of come to the whiskey bikini style as well as me having like watched so many hong kong films and everything growing up uh, and right. I, I probably watched a lot of the category three films when i was too young you know, I, I, sh- I probably shouldn't have seen them when I was about like 12 or 15. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a very low grade category free at that time. <laughs> For those, you know, you know, it's the nudity, basically, major, mainly the nudity and, and the bloody things you can see in Western uh, TV, TV series. You can, but it, it uh, when you saw them in the category three films, there was a. Uh... I think it, what interested me the first time so much was the, the black magic kind of side, like the gong tao yeah, yeah. and everything. That, that's what was crazier, you know, the flying heads and the, the centipedes <laughs> and insects and the, you know, everything about that. So I thought, I thought Indian is that kind of the black magic also, is it? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I, I'm not so familiar with like, uh, you know, Indian films and stuff, but when I got to... You, you know, before, you know, I'd watch Hong Kong films when I, I got to about 15 or 16, but I guess, you know, probably martial arts films first and stuff. Uh, yeah, we, and, we and, got only two, two major categories, right? <laughs> well, like mar, mar, martial arts and uh, triad films first. Right, that's right. But then, you know, when, when I started watching Hong Kong horror films, uh, I, I think I mean I still like watching film I mean, horror films like Japan, Korea stuff. But mm-hmm. there was something always about those Hong Kong horror films, especially from like the eighties and nineties, which had much more of a I don't know. They had much more of an interesting thing for me, like more cultural or uh, whether it was the black magic side of things. I I always preferred those. So it's all it, we are. It's all related to our normal life. So we just pick those. Uh those elements and put it in the movies it, mm. this, this is basically that at the pleasant society mm. yeah they believe these kind of things and and right now you are uh, in 2020 or something that you can if you remake those movies nobody will trust it True. And, yeah. yeah yeah this is not our normal life so what we're doing is only on the normal life things that people will notice Mm-hmm. So it's a pure, pure, periodic thing. Yeah. It's a period movie, basically. Well, that's true. I mean, you, you don't really get so many more of the, you know, those kind of same films as we saw before and everything. But okay. um, I mean, especially as we said that you know, with the this kind of influence of mainland China and stuff like, I mean, even just commercially making some of those uh, old sort of you know, Taoism horror films, Gong Tao horror films, and stuff like you're not going to be able to commercially release and make a lot of money off them and stuff. So everything has changed a lot.
Is there any specific films you think which inspire the sort of whiskey bikini style for you? I don't know about you, but <laughs> inspire me. Yeah, yeah, just a few. I mean, any ones of them, everything. Well, I will, I will, I will say the ghost stories. Yeah, mm -hmm. the ghost stories. It's uh, the the. It was said that it was zero budget on the on the special effect one. Just a white mm. cloth. You remember that? That's I do. I do. That was a good film. Yeah, that is the. That's the latest movie that I ever seen. Is I I can I can I can watch them for three or five times, mm. <laughs> every time when I'm on the plane. Yeah, it's it's a brand new angle, to me, mm. to see the horror movie or ghost story. It 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 is using the the ghost angle to yeah, tell the story because it kind of gets into that whole thing of like the passing of time. And everything yeah, as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Even like at the yeah. end, where you know he's he's kind of standing there, right? Time is it's passing, a, but everything's still the same for the poor ghost. Yeah, before before that, uh, all the all the ghost movies were it was based on the real time only, the mm. the same path, the same pattern of the humans, mm -hmm. and and would never speak about the time. Yeah, so this this one is very good. So I very like this this movie. Although the music is very bad, <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit I can't remember the soundtrack. But it is, I, I, it is a good it, film. It, they didn't really have a soundtrack at all. And yeah, yeah, the soundtrack is good, but the, I mean the 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 the, the song in there. I don't okay, like the okay. song, but, and I do, but I do know why they put this kind of song. In there. Oh, fair and enough. the will be into the vault. Into, into the vault. Ah, oh, yeah, the, the Gaspar Noah film. Right. Guess where? Guess where? He is crazy. He's and crazy. Then, then, yeah. yeah, and then how easy, how easy the Spanish version. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. Huh? Oh, you haven't seen the one? They, it's already had uh, American version and Spanish version. They have uh, four episodes, three oh. episodes. Yeah, okay. the first one is very good. The first one is very good. Mm. And then the ring, of course. どんな人か聞いたことある私が聞いたのは何回嫌い怖い女の人らつってお前は一週間の一緒にってそういうのなんですけどビデオ見た子がいてその子彼氏と車で連絡してて死んだってそんな死に方じゃないわよともこ友
is a symbol for uh, for another channel. I, but still, she, she's just she's like a twelve year old girl. Just kick her in the head. I, yes. I, don't, I don't see what's frightening about it. Or just it's not her. It's it's actually I'm uh, uh, by the time I will see the the it's a traditional Japanese uh, custom you know, of horror. <laughs> You know the fact, the cause and consequence, always, right? Yeah, exactly. And the tape, and uh, what is frightening me is uh, when the son watched the tape. Mm. Then I say, "Oh no, shit!" <laughs> I think no, no, I, I completely agree. I think what's interesting about Ring is it's not frightening, but it's a bit depressing. And it's just yeah, like, it's you depressing. Just to it's, pass it's not on really this problem. It's not a jump scare thing. Is that you will? F- it it the scare is just like uh, it's just like omen. It's just yeah, like yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's not yeah. a jump scare. You won't scare about it. You, you will. You feel it's kind of inevitable. Yeah, it's in, just always inevitable. Yeah, for the whole movie, you, you sense the the depression and. I think yeah, dep- I think exactly. Depression is the key word. I mean, Ring is not a frightening film. Like if 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 Ring exactly. happened in Glasgow. If she crawls out of a TV, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody if she crawls knows. out of a TV in fucking Glasgow, I feel sorry for her. Yeah, and she'll find that there's a party there. <laughs> exactly, or just a couple of guys like who are completely drunk or smacked off their heads on. And, no, and nobody realized she's coming from the TV. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, pal, how you doing, man? Fuck sake, man. Nice to see you. <laughs> so this is a different culture, you know. In uh, in Japan, you know that people were so isolated, even when they packed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know. Isolated in inside, they will isolate themselves. So, so mm-hmm. it was uh, the solitaire and the horror. It's the, yeah, from, that kind of like solid. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's all happens in Japan. In Japan, you have to feel that you when you were Japan, you will feel the same thing. the the u.s remake of the film uh you know the ring uh uh yes i watched the first episode and then i find out it was it i i rather watch the japan stuff oh, no i agree I mean, if nothing else like the japanese one is like an hour and a half the u.s one was like two hours jesus right it's too far and so too it, fucking long it's not a duration problem it's the, it's the culture this cultural and uh, society yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, the U.S. version didn't just just didn't make any sense, and then you had he's he just re, he just approached uh, a ghost story mm. to you only, yeah, without any, you know, the the blood and flash in the. <laughs> I the I completely I completely agree. I I mean I think yeah. the, I mean I I read the, without talking too much about it, I I read the the novels that Ring was based on. 
Uh, they're yeah. crazy. I mean, they're they're all about like genetic formula, like DNA and everything. So <laughs> yes, it's that's, inter that's they really like interesting. They like this. Yeah, their like that, like this. even like in the Japanese, the first Ring film, it's still really straightforward. Like in the in the novel, like uh, the Sadako, the ghost, she's a hermaphrodite. You know, she's half man, half woman, or something, and okay. none of, none of that is in the film. So the ring is the same thing that uh, you know. You know, they, they, in the Japanese movies, they always most of the stories will concentrate on the on the the ghost, mm. where it comes from. Yeah, it's yeah. a condensation or, or accumulation of hatred and disorder when she when it was a when it was a kid. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah, it's always this kind of. Uh... It's this guilt kind of thing, like uh, yeah, this is some kind of like the Japan society, yeah, after the World War Two. So, I mean, mm, it, mm, it, mm, it, mm. It, there's something depressing and unhappy was, and they can never remove. I think that so, I, I the movie was good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's the thing you see in like the Ring films and like The Grudge or that Juon and stuff. Like, one of the main things you see is this idea of. Um, there's no guilty, there's no innocent, everybody gets yeah. punished, you know, right. just because of society or whatever and stuff, which is quite, in, which is quite interesting. But, um, you know, if, if I, without getting too much into it, like if I compare that to like Italian horror, like uh, Argento, like Lucio Fulci, yes. and everything yes. that, which is a great influence for Whiskey Bikini as well. Like, uh, it's so, a different thing. Like you just like start yeah, entering into horror, like a, horror around the world is different. Yeah. When you think, watch a different different region and they have a they are different kind of horror. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree, man. Go back to where you came from and hurry. Leave this place. Sixty years ago. Everybody in this hotel disappeared. Every last person. Uh, and I think for me, for like the whiskey bikini influence is more, not so much the Japanese influence, but more like the old, uh, you know, the sort of old monster movies. Uh, and also like the Italian stuff, like Lucio Fulci, Argento. You know, some of these horror films are like, uh, there's not much logic, but you know, there's a, <laughs> You know, yes. there, there's a good monster. <laughs> some good, right, right, right. Some a good monster going on. Yeah, the but the the the, the Hong Kong and uh, Hong Kong in the seventies or sixties didn't mm. have so much monster black and white monster movies. True, true, true. To watch, yeah, some yeah, great we, stuff. Yes, the first uh, Hong Kong monster movie, I think, it should be the. The, the copycat of King Kong. <laughs> oh, the, the mighty picking man. Yeah, the one the one wearing... <laughs> the one That's wearing, a great film. Yeah, wearing the fur carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, everyone will remember that because everyone is... Nobody's complaining about how bad the King Kong is. Uh, so everyone is watching the girl. The girl with... with we're wearing a bikini. Like leather bikini or fur bikini. Right. So nobody complain about how the how the how the costume <laughs> of the King Kong. I never heard about it. And, yeah, and I remember very 
very clearly about the uh, the what the American is it U.S. Uh, monster movies, the mm -hmm. creature from the Black Lagoon. Classic. Yeah. 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 That's a classic one. And uh, and another, you know, alien <laughs> aliens, uh, and probably uh, <laughs> uh, some sci-fi movies about the mm -hmm. uh, Forbidden Planet. Yeah. Oh, forbidden planet. All because, yeah, yeah, yeah. All because of the robot, so Robbie. Robbie, the, Robbie the robot. <laughs> exactly, and the horror <laughs> films I remember is the, the ghost film. All I can remember is the black and white movie. My father always taking me to watch it. Is the Frankenstein, nice vampire Dracula, werewolf, <laughs> Crystal the Leaves, Mummy. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's oh yes, yeah, that's very cool. Um, Yeah, Bela Lugosi, <laughs> every yeah, 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 Peter Cruising, yeah. Uh, this is what I this is this is what I watched and, and when I was a kid. <laughs> This faster-than-light spaceship of the future, sharing their curiosity to know the unknown, their tension, their readiness for inconceivable adventures. But I think you know, I, and that's uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of our main influence for 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 what we're doing. The, these kind of like classic, classic, right? You know, these kind of films because we still got like a lot of horror films being made and stuff these days. But I think you know, combining this kind of different style from like the east and the west and everything like that i think that's mm. i don't know I, 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 i think this is interesting because we don't know the result <laughs> well no no, no. I, we know the result will be <laughs> will not be a good result but no but i i think yeah i, I think it's more just uh you know i think we're both very keen to like kind of preserve these and work on these kind of like a classic horror film Yeah, basically we respect it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not respect. nobody else seems to be doing exactly these kind of things, but you know, we'll um, you know, we'll move forward like, with making these films, so, uh, and obviously with the podcast and yeah. But uh, I I think as well like we'll, we'll try and uh, interact with the audience and stuff like that. So when we do some more of these podcasts, we'll try and get some like a you know drinking games. We're going to try and do some screenings uh, to support. Hong Kong films and everything like that. So we can do some screenings yes. here in the UK, everything. And then uh, we have, we probably have uh, people to phone in. <laughs> well, when we have more, I mean, we have to be honest and say we're, we're not the most technological people. <laughs> we'll figure a way so, later for people to phone in. We're, using, we're using pigeons. We're <laughs> 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 oh, we find the black magic masters that you help us talk to the mirror. You remember <laughs> exactly, and we will we will see your words. But you write it clearly. In the modern world, they can just use the social the social media and just message us, and we'll see yeah. So I so I always explain the uh, the horror details. <laughs> Uh, with the explanation of uh, just like the 
laptop. Just like the computer. <laughs> Just like the app. So everybody learned it very easily from, from the modern technology. That's true. So number one choice, uh, black magic choice. Number two choice, Facebook or Instagram or something. But we prefer you contact us through black magic if you can. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, stay tuned, please, for uh, a small preview of something we have called Mojo in the Corridor of Blood. And I'm going uh, whiskey bikini <laughs> Mojo's here. I can hear Mojo. He's here. <laughs> He's going in. Do you want to pick it up? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, Mojo's here. And Mojo just wants to tell you that stay tuned because you'll have a small preview. Of the most intriguing, the most sinister, the most insane radio series I've ever heard. Which after this episode will be coming with you regularly. So. Bobby Hard dashes to the doors and tries to yank them open. Sojo shrieks malevolently and laughs at the sex crew leader in dismay as he finds the doors firmly locked. Bobby Hard nods to himself and turns around to face his foes, pointing a bloody finger at Sojo and staring him in the eye. Well then, you hairy little fuck! I'm guessing you and your band of cockless wonders didn't come here looking for dates, right? Sojo jumps up and down with a sick excitement and he bashes Bobby's stick against the chair. Not far away, Jones, Frank, Bobby, Sherry and Mojo reach the reception to find all hell broken loose and the sex crew in combat with Sojo and the ghouls while a handful of terrified patients rush here and there. Blood and screams fill the air and corpses look at the floor, entrails and intestines everywhere. The sex crew are taking a beating, Sojo himself slicing Thomas' face with a blade, with the ghouls mauled, meat screaming, Thomas Vimander, and even animal spurt. Jones surveys the scene. Oh shit, Bobby! Knowing there's nothing to be done, Jones slips around to the door, only, like so many others before him, finds it locked. Giving up, he rushes back to the group, shaking his head. Oh, shit, there's no way out. As they turn tail and run, a couple of ghouls abandon the unmoving forms of the sex crew and attack them. Frank beats at them desperately with his crutches, while Jones throws a few clumsy kicks and punches. The ghouls fall by the wayside, but Sojo steams forward, waving the pistol and the nightstick, his white succedo now red with blood. Thank you for joining us today, and we have... Uh... Cup, say goodbye. Ceremony of uh, leaving. <laughs> <laughs> say goodnight, Cup. Oh, goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> and goodnight from me as well. And please continue to listen to on all the social media platforms, all the podcast platforms, the Whiskey Bikini Suspense Show. <laughs> 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 Oh, <laughs>
Bye. Whiskey bikini. Whiskey bikini. Whiskey bikini. Whiskey bikini. Whiskey bikini. Whiskey bikini.